Welcome to Owning Your Health. This is Dr. Kyle Loveless with Dr. Holly Loveless, and we're here today to help you become your own health expert. Uh, this show is really, it's for you, it's about you, and we really want you to become, uh, really get victory uh, over your health conditions. And um, today we're going to give you action steps, but we also want to add clarity uh, to what health actually is. So yes. starting out, we're going to talk about today, or sorry, and it's a whole talk today is going to be about the thyroid. We're going to talk autoimmune. We're going to talk hypo. We're going to type hyper um, and what it is. And, and ultimately, what are the things that medicine right now is missing that you can do differently to figure it out? Because I know that um, the majority of people with thyroid issues that are on a medication are still tired and they still have symptoms. Yes, and it's it's changing their numbers, but they're still tired, and their doctor just says it's in your head. So, so if you're listening and you're on a thyroid medication, you're fatigued, or have any thyroid symptoms, take out a pen and paper and start to take notes. Yes, cool. All right, so Dr. Holly, uh, you what's can do you mind telling just because you've you've been through a few things in the last like say few few years uh, with pregnancies, with having um, some things happening with your gut that you haven't been able to fully heal up and everything. Yes. Can you kind of just give your Give me your story about this so you kind of see like where, where you're coming from in your research and everything else. Sure. So um, my last pregnancy, which you haven't introduced our new baby boy on the other oh, side of hey. this. <laughs> yes. So this is actually our first time recording, second time, first or second time recording since we've had new baby boy. We took a little hiatus. A lot of our recordings before were before the baby. So right. William right. Joseph. Loveless is our new baby boy. He is now how many weeks? Eleven he, weeks old. Yes. And uh, he's growing fast. You could. He's well, a big boy. He is. Yeah. Well, he's big for <laughs> big for our kids. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So, um, so this most recent pregnancy, um, I thought going into it that I was healthy, ready to take it on, and things were going to go really smoothly. Not that they didn't go smoothly, um, but at the beginning of my pregnancy, I was experiencing extreme fatigue, which I thought was because I had two young children that I was taking care of and I was pregnant. And I actually ran my numbers and did the blood testing just to see where everything was at. Did I have enough hormone for the baby to continue and make it well, through the, the first? That you, we call it something. It's called the, um, what's the pre-pregnancy or was it a pregnancy panel? I think it's called the pregnancy panel. It's a panel of blood work that you do. Right. I did a panel of blood work. And within that test, it actually just tested my thyroid. And I had never tested my thyroid because I didn't think that I had any symptoms. And I just thought that I was pregnant. But we checked it anyways because it's really, really important that your thyroid hormone is within the normal limits during pregnancy because it's so important for baby's development. And lo and behold, my numbers were off. And I actually had a Hashimoto's or a thyroid problem that was induced by pregnancy. An autoimmune autoimmune thyroid. thyroid. TPO numbers were up. Yes. My um, TPO numbers and my thyroglobulin um, antibodies antibodies were up, which was a surprise to me. However, once we started working on my thyroid, I felt so much better and my pregnancy went so much better. um, And regulating that was super important and integral in making and developing healthy William and my life being well. you, you've been eating healthy for years. You've right. been exercising. Right. You've been doing all the right, right. things, even following food allergies. Right. So if you don't mind, track back to like So here's Eleanor, where it came first, from. Yeah, here's where it like came how from. How would that happen if you've been doing all these right things? Right. This so there's always a trigger to the thyroid not functioning properly. And whether it's a production conversion or a destruction or interference issue, that's going to dysregulate the thyroid. One of those four things is where it's going to come from. For me, it was a destruction issue. And it was coming from 
10 years ago, I took a trip to India. I did a missionary trip in India for three weeks and I contracted a parasite at that point. And I... <laughs> <laughs> I for those of you watching, I just did the... Dun, 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 dun. Okay. I don't know why I felt so, like I fit there. Yeah. <laughs> So I got a little bug, and since I since I've discovered, I, I, I haven't gotten a talk, so I just wanted to push. Yeah, button. since I've discovered <laughs> that I have a parasite, yeah. I haven't been able to um, kill it or get it under control because I've been nursing her pregnant since. You've never been able to do the detox. I've never been able to detox to kill off a parasite since. So a parasite will drive your immune system um, in haywire and. It can create an autoimmune response. It's like a constant infection. It's a constant infection, chronic, constant, chronic infection. constantly firing my immune system, and then throw being pregnant on top of it. So my body was like owning a business, forget life stressors, it, forget it, forget it, being forget married it. to uh, a god. I mean, like things like that. <laughs> oh wait, did I say that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, uh, I developed Hashimoto, so I started to dive deep into researching, helping it, correcting it. Where does it come from? What what do we do to, about it? So that's where my knowledge and my passion for helping people with thyroid issues comes from. So let's go all the way back to the beginning and talk about the thyroid itself. Okay, so I just want I wanted them to start with that because it, it one it helps them say like you're not just picking a, a topic like right. you've really been figuring out the thyroid and had to dive but we've helped hundreds of patients with it right right but this it's is different when it's your, when it becomes your you, own you issue. really are like oh wow yes um i didn't think that could happen to me so what causes thyroid issues i mean there's a lot of things but in, in essence it's stress but go into that a little bit like it could be this it could be this in terms of well i want to step back because i want people to okay. understand the thyroid so um okay, your traditional medical doctor is going to check tsh levels mm -hmm. to see your thyroid stimulating hormone. thyroid stimulating hormone to see if you have a thyroid issue and they'll only check that that is the the um what gold standard on how they test the thyroid which is not even testing the function of the thyroid it's checking the stimulation of the thyroid and sometimes they'll check the t4 levels so there's t4 and t3 that are released from the thyroid and the only one that's active in order for you to regulate your metabolism regulate your heart rate regulate your body temperature regulate your menstrual cycles regulate digestion um, help with your development and your your brain capacity and iq and your immune system is active t3 and they don't even measure that they measure the thyroid stimulating hormone which is released from the pituitary um, and they measure T4 sometimes, but T4 has to be converted to T3 in order for it to be active in your body. And it has to be able to land on its receptors in order for you to even utilize that hormone. So they're missing the boat in terms of testing and really managing any thyroid cases out there. Yeah. And that's extremely common in the medical world because here's what they're, they're focusing on is numbers that they can alter and so the medication they give you would be a, a synthetic medication a synthetic t4 Correct. which isn't the same they say it's identical to your t4 well the actual re most recent studies and if you go on uh, uh, greenmedinfo.com and just put in hypothyroidism and start reading about our, our Hashimoto's and start reading about that uh, you're going to find it real quick that it doesn't actually do the same things it completely shifts and it's and it can be very toxic to your body plus there's a bunch of other stuff in there sure so that, that's a side note, but they're ultimately just trying to change TSH. TSH, excuse me, I keep hitting my mic. TSH normals uh, levels get normal, and you're now good, and that's where they keep you. 
And it's crazy because I, you know, I have a patient right now whose uh, heart rate is, is going all over the place. Her blood pressure is all over the place. Her thyroid levels are all over the place. And she's had, they already did the ablation on her thyroid. And so they're like, all right, we're going to give you this med. You're here. And so well, I need to retest regularly because I'm having all these symptoms. And they're like, no, this is, this is what you need to do. And so we go in and we do this stuff in the testing and say, okay, well, you're low in potassium, you're low in chloride. All these symptoms are coming that we could have easily tested and they're common uh, with the thyroid. So what's important is that um, you're one whole hu human being. It's not just one part of you. And in a traditional medical model, they break you down into pieces and only treat that area. But holistically, we want to look at you. So we would want to know, um, is the pituitary functioning? Is it releasing thyroid stimulating hormone? Is there T4, T3? Is there any antibodies that are attacking and destroying the thyroid tissue, which is what happens with your autoimmune. So your Graves disease and your Hashimoto's disease is when there's antibodies that are attacking the tissue of the thyroid and breaking it down so that it can't function. It can't actually process T3. It doesn't produce T4 and it's not functioning properly. And you were telling me a statistic that a majority of the thyroid cases... 85 to 90%. I think it's 90%. I was looking it up. I've seen a couple places here. Um, are actually autoimmune in nature. So any synthetic, even right here, actually PubMed, uh, autoimmunity and hypothyroidism, PubMed, autoimmunity and hypothyroidism, uh, can be induced by various diseases and autoimmune cause accounts for approximately 90% of adult hypothyroidism. So that would be only hypo, not hyperthyroid. So Graves mostly due to Hashimoto's. Disease, right, yeah. right, right, right. So, so the, so the, the point here is that they're really missing the ball in terms of treating diagnosing and testing for thyroid issues. I just went in and out. I know. Uh, <laughs> and in treating, testing, or managing thyroid issues. And we want to provide resources and help you along the way. And so it's important to know what the thyroid does in function. And I mentioned that earlier, but it regulates your metabolism. So um, if you're having issues, losing weight, gaining weight on any of those ends, it could be a thyroid issue. Um, your heart rate is regulated. So if you have pul palpations in your heart, it can be coming from a thyroid issue. Um, body temperature, if you have a hard time adapting to um, temperatures, whether it's hot or cold, or you say cold all the time, that is potentially a thyroid issue. If you have menstrual cycle issues, if you have really heavy long periods, it can be coming from your that's, thyroid that's issue. That's a big one. Most people don't put those together on terms of menstrual and thyroid, um, but estrogen plays a big role in this um, process here. Estrogen will actually sit on your T3 receptors and not allow you to process T3, so the active thyroid. So if you have a lot of mimicking estrogens, so your estrogen mimicking chemicals, or you have um, estrogen dominance, that can sit on those receptors and your body can't hear the thyroid hormone, which will produce a thyroid issue. So um, by correcting that and correcting your estrogens and your hormones, your thyroid will start to function better again. Um, digestion, if you're frequently constipated, it's also a sign or a symptom that you potentially could have problems with your thyroid. Um, if you have a foggy brain and you just can't remember somebody's name. So interestingly enough, I was thinking about this as I was writing. So women that go through pregnancy, your estrogens rise up really high and then they fall really low and they call it pregnancy brain that you mm -hmm. just can't think, you can't function, you can't focus. I would imagine that it might be coming from the high estrogens, not allowing the brain to function like it's supposed to. Um, and then your immune system, if you're having issues with constant viral load or um, you get sick quite often or... Um, 
or a history of old viruses like mono, yes. um, Epstein, Epstein Barr, Epstein Barr, HPV, uh, HIV. <laughs> Herpes, that too. herpes, herpes uh, yes. things like that. Yeah, so they say that Epstein-Barr, if you've had Lyme's it. Lyme's disease. Lyme's disease. Those two are huge triggers for your autoimmune response. So the Hashimoto's or the Graves disease. Um, here is the delineation between the hypo and the hyper. Well, let me say this. So um, I said 90% of... Hypo. Uh, no, well, but thyroid in general. Right. majority is hypo. But a majority of auto, a majority of uh, thyroid issues are autoimmune issue, which means they're being misdiagnosed. Everybody's right. been told they have this thyroid issue. They give you a thyroid stimulating hormone, and they don't do anything about your immune system, right? Which is the actual problem in the first place. Um, and there's so many of the reasons why that could happen. And you know, I don't even know if we have time to get into why your body would create that, but it ultimately happens from your body creating an immune response to something, whether it's a food allergy you're eating, like gluten or something else. Or maybe it's something like uh, too much iod or too much uh, bromine or too much chlorine mm -hmm. or too much fluoride, which all act all as your iodine halogen. in the body. Or too much iodine actually can do that as well. Um, so uh, I mean, or it could be heavy metals. There's just so many mold. All these things will can create this, engage this immune response, which then goes and affects the thyroid. Right, 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 right. Uh, so you potentially could be hypo or hyper. And here are you want to go through the symptoms for either of those? Sure. <laughs> Did you, are you tired of talking no i just <laughs> want to give right. you an opportunity to speak thanks coach all right we got hypo trouble sleeping uh being tired and fatigue uh difficulty uh concentrating. concentrating yeah some of this yeah so dry skin depression brittle nails anxiety constipation uh sensitive to cold temperatures uh, joint pains frequent heavy periods hyper kind of in some ways is the opposite some ways similar but uh, trouble sleeping restlessness rapid heart rate and anxiety inability in, or irritability um, let's see sweating tremors loose stools so the opposite uh, weight loss weaknesses uh, eyes start bulging out actually if it in that in that graves disease hyper mm -hmm. um you know i had a patient that came in and he came in and all his symptoms and his eyes were bulging out and he's like what's wrong with me well same thing right so he had bat, a parasite right? from and, and traveling he, yep. in another country so which he, drove he was that... a dancer they danced all over the world they've been to, they go to all these south american countries and do uh, salsa dancing and everything else and him and his wife both had a parasite actually but um his was creating an autoimmune response and we and i mean it was skyrocketed in the antibody response yeah he had like 1500 uh it was like 1500 tpo but right um so yeah so he got that under control by working on his gut health by breaking out food allergies, taking out these stressors that were going crazy on his immune system, giving him some herbs to lower his T cell response because ultimately that autoimmune response is an overactive T, T helper cell response, which is the same with any many autoimmune like psoriasis and other things as well. And go if you go back to our psoriasis videos, we talk more about that. But go ahead. I was gonna say here was here's where you should start. So if you're listening and any of those symptoms are like, oh yeah, that might be me. One is getting a proper test of your thyroid. So the thyroid panel that we do in the office is all inclusive. So it's going to look at your TSH. It's going to look at your <clears throat> T4, your T3, your T3 uh, resin, reverse. reverse T3, as well as your TPO antibodies and your thyroid um, 
globulin, globulin antibodies. And your estrogen. And your estrogen and, and your so cortisol much. because if you're high cortisol, um, it's going to also sit on those receptors and reflect on how the thyroid functions as um, well. And also I believe it attacks a lot of the pituitary, so your LH levels, Correct. FSH levels Correct. as well play a role in this. Correct. So, so test, getting the proper testing first so that you can diagnose it and then traveling down to figure out is it a production issue? Is it truly a production issue that your body is not producing enough thyroid hormone? That is the only, um, the only one that the medical community can actually treat at, with their medications properly and help them change in symptomology. So is it a true production issue and how can we help the body produce and function better? Is it a conversion issue? The body can't convert the T4 to the T3. And where is the interference there? Is there interference to the communication between the pituitary and the thyroid or the interference between the thyroid feedback loop to the pituitary? Where is the interference coming from? How can we correct that? And lastly, is there a destruction of the thyroid? So is there destruction from the autoimmune response happening? Um, you can actually see this, interestingly enough, we're both chiropractors, on any x-ray, if there's any calcification, uh, which means bone growth around the thyroid, that means that there's destruction and an autoimmune response happening. So there's several ways to detect this, but first you want to detect it, and then you want to get to the root cause um, and treating it properly. Is it, are you, do you need to help with production? Do you need to help with conversion? Do you need to help with destruction or interference? Mm -hmm. That's very good. Yes. Just, I'm just... Amazed. You're just listening and learning. Yes. So if you're listening and you feel like this is helpful to you and you've learned and it might be you that has a thyroid issue, you can start by the testing. And then you can start by simply taking out some things that would trigger an autoimmune if it's autoimmune in nature in terms yeah, of taking out gluten, um, dairy. Yeah. Go ahead. So well, one of the, the most common things in our diet that has shown to cause this autoimmune response is gluten. So mm -hmm. taking out gluten across the board, everybody should take gluten out of their diet. Um, it's not just a fad. It is something that creates an immune response in our body for every single one of us. Our body thinks it's an infection. If you've heard me speak on gluten, you've heard me say this before, but it creates a leaky gut. Your body creates antibodies to foods in that place. And now you have this constant immune response leading to many of these autoimmune issues. So first step, the easiest step, I know it seems hard, but it is the one you can control the most, right? Or heavy metals and detoxing and getting teeth, you know, metal pulled out of your teeth. Uh, all that is, is is hard, but you can just stop eating gluten, mm -hmm. you know? So stop eating gluten, reduce your sugar intake and your synthetic food intake, meaning synthetic sweeteners, um, synthetic food dyes, all these different foods that you can't, or, or uh, ingredients in your food that you can't read, reduce those down. And that includes any fast food, including Chick-fil-A. I like to add that one in. <laughs> uh, but the other thing, one other thing I was going to say is, is a lot of people miss this one. And I've seen more and more of it uh, recently, and it is teeth or oral issues, um, infections in your teeth, whether it's old uh, root canals. Root yes. canals are a huge, huge, huge health issue, a huge immune system issue. Um, um, a lot of the autoimmune, a lot of the fatigues, cancers even, come from this chronic immune response that's happening in the teeth. Uh, and so I'm really not big fans of all of root canals, but you need to find yourself a bioidentical natural dentist that's going to help out. What did I say? Bioidentical. Bioidentical. <laughs> so guys, I'm from, I'm from, I'm from Texas. It's a holistic dentist. Whenever Look you can't understand dentist. what I'm saying, it's because I'm talking too fast and too low and, and all these things. So, 
Um, that's why it's kind of fun to listen to because it's like a puzzle. You just got to figure out what do you say. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to take a step back from that because teeth issues are typically derived from a GI and a gut problem. Adrenals too. And yes, Jones, yeah. so it, yes, you want to address any infections in your mouth, but let's clean up your gut and yeah, clean up and, your health. And that's the, the final thing we can end on this is if you have an autoimmune thyroid issue, your gut, you got to check your gut. Right. If, if I actually said the test to start with, yes, the thyroid panel tells you that you have it, but you already know you have Hashimoto's or Graves disease or something else yeah so if you're your listening you're already know step that step is a food allergy test get an igg food allergy test uh we use a company called immuno labs but there's other good ones as well mm-hmm. and a stool test and we do a stool test through genova labs and it tests for everything from parasites like we've seen many times with these issues to bacterial overgrowth to yeast Viral issues and vi- uh, it doesn't necessarily tell us as much about viruses but it does tell us a lot about your liver, a lot about your gallbladder. It just tells us a lot about the digestive system and how to start healing that. But food allergies is another one along with gluten that is so simple. It's I think it's about what, $299 or something, 300 bucks to find out what foods not to eat. Everybody wants to know what diet to follow. Get a food allergy test. Mm-hmm. Take those foods out along with gluten and dairy. And there you go. That's I me. Mean, that is your first step. And I would almost say before you could do, we would do anything with a patient, they have to fix this. Because if you're... Constantly, constantly stressing bombarding the body with the these system. foods, those supplements don't matter. I mean, they're not, they're not, you can't out supplement a bad diet and a bad lifestyle. So, right there, your first step getting off this uh, podcast is go find somewhere to do a food allergy test. You can connect with us. We have a clinic in, in Matthews and South Park in, in the Charlotte area, and it's Queen City Health Center. Just go to queencityhealthcenter.com, call us, and we'll get you set up with a food allergy test. We can actually drop ship it to you. So you can be anywhere in the country. Uh, it's not our test. It's Immunolabs, but we can get you connected with it very easily. So, and I think that's a... I yeah, don't, so don't want to say price because so prices seem to be going up on everything right oh, now. Oh, yeah, it might change. <laughs> we just had Sorry. a bunch of labs go up because of the economy, I guess. But. So one, start with taking out gluten. Two, get your food allergies checked. Um, three, I would say it's really important that you drink enough water too. Sometimes the system and the thyroid's not functioning because there's not enough actual nutrients and, and water in, in your body. Um, and then uh, adding sea salt to your water. So sea salt is important for a Celtic few different Celtics, Celtic and Himalayan sea salt are important for two reasons in hold terms on, of thyroid. Hold on. Did you say Himalayan sea salt? That's my favorite thing when people say that. Why? They're oh my gosh. Just Himalayan. How are you going to have Himalayan sea salt? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. This is a dad joke. It's not dad. It's not a joke. It's just there's no sea. Okay. (laughs) It's just Himalayan pink salt. Okay, fine. Um, So either of those salts, um, why they're super important is because um, you were talking about halide elements. Mm -hmm. So your fluoride, your chlorine, your bromine, which are in your waters, your foods, your air, all of those things, um, you're ingesting them will actually um, prevent the conversion of T3 from from T4 to T3. It'll block the receptors. And Himalayan sea salt actually just kicks the halide um, elements off of the receptor. Yeah, kick. You just did it again. Yeah, I did what? Himalayan sea salt. All right. I know. I'm, I'm going to be the dork on the show. It's cool. Okay. Um, he'll write the steps below in the comments and connections to our office. Absolutely. All right, guys. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I hope you got a lot out of this. We'll continue to add things to back to this uh, concept because the thyroid is a, is a, I mean, we could go a whole week. Very intricate. Talking and about that. Complex. But just know this, that it's never a thyroid, or rarely, I'm sorry, is it a thyroid issue? It's almost always something else. Adrenals, gut, 
immune system immune is system. where you want to look. Yes. All right, you guys have an awesome day. This is Owning Your Health, helping you become your own health expert.